I'm Ryan Betson from the Pop Cultures, and I'm here with Rich Lambert, the creative director of Elder Scrolls Online. How are you, man? Doing good. Uh, so we're at PAX Australia 2019. It's a good convention so far, but so you're here to talk about Elder Scrolls, presumably. So this, earlier in the year, you released uh, Elsewhere, big, big expansion. How's that been going for you? It's been great. You know, players have genuinely loved digging into dragons and the necromancer and the Khajiit culture. So it's been, it's been really good. Because one of the questions that, that I have for you, hence why I'm here, uh, is around, because you brought dragons in here, so the big thing that, made, that people fell in love with with Skyrim. So with ESO, are your plans to work on existing lore, or do you guys want to create your own lore within that whole Elder Scrolls thing? We try to do a little bit of both. So we are in a very different time period than mm. Skyrim. Skyrim was fourth era. I hope I got that right. <laughs> and we're in, the, we're in the second era. So we're a thousand years before the events that happened in Skyrim. Mm -hmm. So we're able to take things that you've only read little bits about in the books and turn them into actual playable things. And we've been able to build on the lore and the stories. You know, we got to focus more on the orcs with Orsinium and yeah. telling stories about that. And we dug uh, really deeply into um, the Altmer culture when we did Somerset and mm -hmm. so on and so forth. So uh, the Bethesda team gives us a lot of latitude to, you know, improve and, and build on the lore uh, that's already existing, which is really, really great. So have you had fun like yeah, creating your own stuff? Because as you said, the benefit of time, yeah. you, all these things would have could presumably be long gone before you know the uh, the the other games are in time. Mm -hmm. So have you had that fun of just making brand new things? Yeah, we've we've done a lot of that kind of stuff, and and even um, giving a little nod to the future. Mm -hmm. You know, we've done that as well with Morrowind. We actually showed Vivic City still under construction. You know, the ghost fence wasn't erected, so we got to do a lot of that kind of stuff, and it's tons of fun. So this is the, the big hitting thing that's come out this week is the announcement of the next generation with the PS5 and Xbox coming out uh, next year. Uh, now, ESO has already had an incredibly long, life lock, uh, long lifespan, which is amazing. Does that plan to continue into the next year? I don't know if you can't talk too much, but I mean, like, <laughs> is that plan to keep it going? Is like the sports going to not stop? Yeah, I mean, this is a game that I've personally been working on for 12 years now. And I have plans for the future of ESO. Like, we're not going to slow down. It's, it's in a really good place. The game is continuing to grow. Mm -hmm. You know, a five-year-old game that's still growing, it, it's pretty special. So, yeah. Because it's fantastic. So, like, uh, you don't tend to, uh, in my circle at least, I don't hear a lot about ESO. However, it's also everywhere in a really good way. So, it's like, it's, although within my click, it's not very common, but you, I step out of it and it's, it's blasted. So, you've seen, like, almost like a sustained growth throughout this whole time with all these expansions. Um, is that difficult to manage as the game continues to grow, even with the back catalogue of expansions and whatnot? Well, the beauty of Elder Scrolls and the lore is it's told from multiple perspectives, but it's also this huge world. So we've, we've done a lot in terms of trying to fill out the map. We still have a lot more space to go, but we also have... The realms of oblivion to go and explore as well like we've only touched a that was little actually bit. my next question <laughs> we've only touched a little bit on that so there's no shortage of stories and places to go is that because yeah because oblivion is the game that got me into the elder scrolls that was the one i lost like hundreds of hours in when i should have been doing school uh -huh. things so yeah that was my next question because i know you've done you've put the imperial city and that sort of like citadel in there citadel yeah um so i was wondering like are you going to push forward into the likes of oblivion 
Uh, we've done bits and pieces mm. of that. You know, each Daedric Prince kind of has their own realized realm of, of oblivion. Um, Cyrodiil, you know, that's in Elder Scrolls Online right now, that was based off of the game mm -hmm. Oblivion. So it's, it's that entire landmass is there. Um, digging deeper into exploring Sheogorath and Mafala, and we've done those bits, so there's still a lot more to go. So this is this is a good a sign that you're you're going you guys are going deep with law. Those last few words, whew, way over my head. So like, that's that's those are, a, those are a few of the Daedric princes. Oh, I mean that in a good way, as yeah, in yeah. like you guys are going super hard, which is I absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. So, is there anything that you particularly would like to touch upon in, in like just personal, like not like as a collective, but like something that you really want to just kind of narrow in on? Well, I, I love the concept of the Daedra. Mm -hmm. The Daedric Princes. I love, love that concept and uh, love how they interact with the world. So that is kind of a thing that I've always wanted to do is explore that more. Fantastic. I'm just trying to, I, lost, I got distracted by Oblivion now. I'm all excited about, <laughs> about, was, about Oblivion. That was the first game I ever worked on when I came to Bethesda. Really? Yeah, Fantastic. Yeah. So how, how is that, go, that, that growth from, from working with Oblivion to then shifting to an, an online model where it's obviously very single player focused in a set location how, do, how does that translate to the online space um i would say that it was a learning experience for us you know launch of pc was probably not our best foot forward but over the years we've learned how to tell better stories how to not separate players and how to really kind of capture the essence of elder scrolls in an online space uh, one thing that, that instantly sells me an ESO anytime I, I think about it is when you have these incredible cinematic trailers that drop <laughs> right, like right before launch. Remember that first one being just absolutely blowing me away, uh, as well as the ones that come out for each expansion. How, how do you achieve such amazing cinematics? Like it's so mind-blowingly amazing. It's like movie-level stuff. Yeah, I mean, we, we work with uh, a number of really super talented teams to, to build those um, and a lot of times what we do is we just kind of riff back and forth with them mm -hmm. on here's the general points that we want to convey in the, in the story. Uh, this season of the dragon thing, we worked with Blur mm -hmm. to develop these trailers. And they instantly got into this concept, this idea of this is a story about dragons and revenge. And uh, they, they just nailed it. They blew us all away with what they were able to come up with. So in, I know we're circling back to sort of the creating of it, because that's the, that's the part that interests me the most, is I like uh, having, a, having a law that you can expand upon and have fun with. Has there been something very specific that you've truly like had fun creating? Yeah, it was uh, the very first DLC that we released. It was called uh, Orsinium. And that was all about the orcs and kind of their culture and what they were. And there was very little to almost nothing in the lore about them. Yeah, so fantastic. we went through and we were able to really develop that and really um, come up with uh, their culture and, and show that to the players. Now, I, I know this is like the worst question to ask anyone that's ever done Bethesda uh -huh. stuff. Okay. We, we, I know, look, six, forever away. Let's not even talk about it. But... Is that in your in your roadmap? Would there be? I know it's like so far down the line. Will you be working alongside it? Would there be like? Because granted, it's obviously 
different times as you mentioned but is there and different teams too and, and different teams yes some, yeah yes you guys are zenimax online and their uh, softworks but i mean that in terms of would there be that discussion amongst the teams about how you want to drip feed some stuff over here and work over there is that something you'd look into i mean we work really closely with them we have to yeah. we're working on the same ip and they're the ip holders and yeah it would be it would be awesome to to do that kind of stuff um like i said we talk with them all the time we have lots of really zany, creative ideas to, you know, build things in the world. And they sometimes have to talk us out of those things. So uh, it, it goes both ways, I'd like to think. In a completely unrelated note, why are you here at PAX? Has there been any games you've gone and checked out and played and had some fun with? Have you checked out, like, Doom Eternal, the other Bethesda uh, id software game here? I've, I've played Doom Eternal several times yeah. at several different shows. Uh, it's It's amazing. Um, just walking down the indie area. I haven't had a lot of time to go and explore yet, but mm -hmm. when I was coming in, walking through there, and there's a number of games there that just make me go, hmm, how does that work? I have to go and check that out. That looks interesting. <laughs> That's like, yeah, so the indie space is very cool. So we're from, well, we're, we're, we're based, we're about an hour and a half out in the country, and there's a little development team here from this even smaller town near us. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, so is that sort of your big space when you go to PAX, is like the indie stuff? Yeah, I, I love it. I mean, I love seeing the creativity and that kind of the freedom, you know, it's, I don't want to say there's no rules in the indie, in, on the indie side, um, but it's a little bit more free form, if you will. Uh, and seeing that and seeing that creativity is, is awesome. So does that, seeing that freedom in that, in that creative space of the independence, does that help fuel you? Does that drop little ideas in your head? Yeah, and uh, you know you get inspiration from all sorts of places. You know, from the from the indie scene, from books, from TV, from movies, even sports. You know, so it's kind of the everyday life kind of stuff that that really helps fuel all of that. Very cool. Well, thank you very much for your time. Sure. I know I asked some some good questions and very odd questions, but <laughs> thank you very much for your time, which is actually fantastic to meet you. No problem. Uh, go check out Elder Scrolls Online uh, as the expansion for Elsewhere came out in June. Mm -hmm. It's all ready to go. Check it out. Mm -hmm.